In our culture, everything is based on success. But what is success? Who defined it? Who decided that success was the goal instead of fulfillment? What happens if we shake up that definition? What if we make our own definition of success? My name is Tony Grebmeyer, and on this podcast, I'm going to dig deep into the real stories behind success. Join me as I interview other entrepreneurs who've climbed up Success Mountain and have come back down to share their stories so you can succeed. If you're ready to join a community of other entrepreneurs redefining success and finding fulfillment, go to BeFulfilledLife.com and join the community. Now, let's dive into today's show. Welcome to Be Fulfilled. It is the real stories behind success. My name is Tony Grebmeyer. Today, we are going across the pond to London to talk to uh, Tiago Carvalho. He's a creative digital specialist with over 20 years experience. And I had the honor, along with my wife, to sit down and meet this incredible man, big heart, runs a very successful bespoke uh, design company called Deer Designer. But he has done a lot to get to where he's at. He studied design. He really felt like in his heart of hearts, he, he needed to leave where he was from in Brazil and God led him towards London and he was there and he volunteered as a au pair. From there, he went to working in the restaurant industry, serving, and eventually found a job at the Daily Mail, uh, heading up some design and one thing led to another. And we're gonna be really fascinated by his story, so I don't wanna tell it all. Um, you're gonna learn a lot today about humbleness and uh, doing the next thing, even if you can't see the steps after like the first couple, like you just kind of know that you got to take those steps. So uh, I could get into it, but his background, he's done stuff for large marketing campaigns for some major brands, Coca-Cola, Samsung, Red Bull, Starbucks. So listen up. It's going to be an awesome show. He has an accent, but if you talk to him long enough, what you really understand is uh, I have an accent and he's perfectly normal. So please welcome to the show, my dear friend, Tiago. Hey, Tony, how are you doing? Thanks so much for having me. It's an amazing pleasure to be here. Thank you. Hey, uh, your definition of success, what is that answer for you? My definition of success. Um, so when I was younger, my mom was, would always ask me what I wanted to be when I grow up. And my answer, uh, it's, it was always the same thing. All I wanted to do was to have enough money so I, could, uh, I wouldn't need to look at the price tag when I liked something. So I'll just go and buy it. And uh, it, this mindset, it never left my mind. It never changed. So my, my wife and I, nowadays, we have enough money to buy anything uh, that we need. But success for me is not really about the money. Uh, I, yes, I do believe that success is somehow related to having all the resources I need for my family, for, for us to do all we need, but also to have more time uh, to have, help people around us and uh, in need, anything that they might need uh, to have this time to, to give to them. And it's not, not, only, uh, not only the money really and, and the time, but the freedom to have, the freedom to help those people, whether it, whether it is with uh, business advice or anything related to, the, to their mental health or emotional advice, spiritual advice, anything that we can help them with really. So I am successful when I, have free time to help anyone that needs. You know, and I, I've personally been able to witness that. Um, great thing about you, I found you, and I'm still not 100% sure if you found me or I found you, but I'm just glad we got connected. 
a little under two years ago, um, needed some design help. And your company, Deer Designer, was a solution that presented itself and have been using it both personally and professionally for a lot of things. If anybody's ever seen a character of me kind of in my hat and like in my jacket and jeans, his company was able to do that. A lot of bespoke design work um, helped us with a lot of stuff that we use behind the scenes here. Um, a lot of stuff that we use when we're at events and shows for ship offers and signage. Imagine having a company or a resource on your team that allowed you to submit a request using a help desk system or an email, send it in as a, as a request and you price it, you know, urgent, you know, not urgent. There's different tags and you know, you're in the States, their companies in, in around the world, but I submit something by like three o'clock my afternoon. By the time I come into the office at 8 a.m. the next morning, the work's already back. That's what Deer Designer has been able to do. And I was just talking to Diago the other day about, hey, I'm thinking about hiring like three more of your designers to come on board and help with projects. Is that something we could do? And he's like, oh yeah, absolutely. And so I'm just really grateful for the opportunity um, to have met you personally and then to invite you to be on the show because I think your story is fascinating. Not, not everybody follows 100% faith when they make a decision, but your story kind of has that written all over it that you're in Brazil. Talk a little bit about your story and how you landed in London because uh, during the times we live in right now, I think faith is such an important ingredient into our life. Um, you, you can't turn on the news without talking about this or that or worried about what's coming. Um, but here you are, a young man in your 20s living in Brazil, and all of a sudden you realize, I need to go do something. Fill in the blanks for us from Brazil to London. Yeah, that, that's exactly it. Um, I, I always uh, lived in Brazil until I was 26 years old. And in Brazil, you know, people, I always joke about that with my American friends. We, don't, we are very much alike. We don't care much about other languages, so, and we don't really move to other countries we because brazil and america they're so big usually tend to live there and they are great as well and uh, what we do is what i did is i wanted something different and uh, i had a comp i had two companies back in brazil i had a web design company and an advertisement magazine the advertisement magazine was focused on um church church related uh businesses so i but I felt in my life that something was something was empty in me uh, in a way that I always lived by my hand. I always did stuff by myself. I always depended on myself. And I felt God calling me to depend on him and not on myself. It, it, for, for anyone that is listening that they don't, they don't share the same faith or something like that, it might be difficult to understand. But for me, it was really clear that God wanted to wanted me to depend on him. So I felt a call to move countries. And uh, I en ended up in London where I didn't have family, I didn't have friends, I didn't have a church, I didn't have a job. So I couldn't depend on my money, on myself. I couldn't depend on anything myself anymore. I, I only had to depend on him. And uh, I, I didn't tell Tony, but uh, I forgot to say that when I, when I came to London, uh, I, I sold my companies 
and I brought my money here, and then my money was about to end. The whole money that I had that I brought was about to end, and then I had, I think, uh, money for one or two weeks more living here in London uh, for rent and food. And I thought to myself, I don't want to go back to Brazil empty-handed and feel like I didn't do anything. And, uh, and then I prayed and God said, uh, don't worry about the money. You can always make money. You just have to depend on me. And then I only had the money to buy a ticket back to Brazil. And then I came back and, and, and I decided to stay. And on the very next day, I found a job. And, uh, and that changed my life because I, I started to learn to trust God and to depend on him. So I founded a job as, a, as an au pair. I started uh, looking after two kids, nine-year-old and a seven-year-old. And then you know, I started... Any good stories around being an au pair? Like, I just think it's so cool that guy from Brazil says, hey, I got a couple weeks worth of money. All right, God. What's the job you need me to do? And next thing you know, like you're not watching a seven and a nine-year-old. That's not like what I would expect, but that's very cool. I always want to know, is like any funny stories that you can share? You can leave their names out of it, but tell me some funny stories. Sure. Uh, there are lots of funny stories, as you imagine, but uh, one very funny is, uh, so the boy was nine years old and uh, I used to play football with him because, you know, Brazilians play football. And then, uh, well, you guys call soccer in the U.S., so, uh, so I was playing soccer with a boy and I scored twice. And then I went up with, I uh, put two fingers up and said, Hey, I scored twice. And then he started crying and he ran up to his mom crying. And I was like, what the heck is going on? I have no idea. And then I, I explained to his mom and she started laughing. She told me that, uh, two fingers up is a curse here in the UK. It's like showing your middle finger. And, um, and then she explained to me that it's, it's all about how the French and the UK have this, this thing going on. And then the French uh, were, had archers and the UK went, the UK, the Britons went, Britons went there and cut their fingers so they couldn't uh, throw the, throw the, uh, use the, the bow and arrow. So they raised the two fingers to show them, to mock them and say, ah, oh, you don't have fingers. And it's like a curse here in the UK. So that was really, really funny. I'm going to get that. I'm going to uh, remember that my whole life. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you so much. All right. So after that, I mentioned that you were in the restaurant industry. So you finished that job and something led you to go and serve again. I think what I'm getting from the message and even in your, you know, what's your definition of success? It's service. And you have just demonstrated in multiple facets how service is something that you love to do. And so then you go and get a job in the restaurant industry and you get a job as a server, right? So now you're serving and um, one thing led to another. What was the lead that got you to leave the restaurant industry and go work at the daily mail. What was that? What did somebody come in? Did you serve somebody and get an idea that, Hey, you know what, if I'm ever going to make enough money, I need to go and step my career up. What was the thing that led you to go over to the daily mail? So um, just both, both the, the job looking after kids and in the restaurant serving tables, they had, they were a means to an end, which was learning the language. As I said, I, w I left Brazil. I came here with a very bad English, and uh, and I wanted to learn. So kids are mean, you know. They tell you on your face when you when you make mistakes. Not like adults when I make 
and mistakes in English, they would come to me and say, oh, so cute, he's learning, I'm not going to correct him. But kids would, the, the, the kids would tell me straight on that my English was bad and I need to fix this and that, they, and, they, and I learned a lot from them. At the same time, uh, serving tables was the same thing. Uh, I had a great time getting to know different accents here in the UK, uh, different people, people from all over the world. So it helped me a lot uh, learning the, the, the language and also communicating with people, getting to know how their culture was and, uh, and different cultures as well. So that, but it got to a point that, that I was like, okay, my English is not perfect. I don't think it never will be, but I need to start my career. I need to go back to what I, I was doing before. I need to go back to what I love to do, which is design and development. So I wanted to help people and to do things in my, with my skills, with, what I, with my talents. So I started looking for a job and I found a job as a junior designer and then I went up all the way to being a head of creative for the Daily Mail. How, how long was that climb for you? What, that look, what did that look like? So uh, from junior to senior designer, it took like a couple of years because I had a co uh, design company in Brazil. So the only thing that I really liked was the English and the, the business experience here in the UK. But then I think around uh, three, four more years, uh, I became the head of creative there and then spent, uh, I, I think, all in all, I spent seven years at the Daily Mail uh, working uh, with them and with large brands and campaigns, advertisement campaigns. I love it. Hey, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a quick break, give you a chance to get some water because we're going to stretch and go fast up Success Mountain today. And I just want to say thank you, Tiago, for uh, being here and sharing your experience with us. Uh, also, helping to to share about serving and really being of service and what that has done. And you, you, know, you talked a little bit about, you know, money and needing things. You knew you had enough money to buy things, but even with your story, you still had that idea in the back of your head. Like my money's going to run out in a couple of weeks. That is something on everybody's mind right now. Do I have enough? And I want to stop and uh, we'll come out of break. And we're going to talk a little bit about faith today. Um, and what does that really, really mean? Look, this isn't a, a religious podcast. I'm spiritual. My belief says this too shall pass. No matter what I'm going through, we'll get through it because we're better together than we are isolating by ourselves. Isolation doesn't mean that you're isolating from the world. It just means that you're isolating in the way that you are. And I'm just really moved today. And, the, and for me, the spirit's led to just kind of talk a little bit more about that. So we're going to take a quick break on the Beef of Hill podcast. We're going to come back with Tiago Carvalho. And uh, you're going to love so much more on what we're doing uh, because this show is really all about helping wherever you're at today uh, just to calm your nerves and peace of mind, give you some business advice. And that's what the Be Fulfilled show is all about. So stick around. We'll be right back. Since Tony's taking a break, why don't we take one together? Or a different type of break than the break we might feel like we're taking right now. Whether you call it self-distancing, self-isolating, quarantine... Look, there's levity in almost any situation, and there's a lot of quarantine humor going around. Like in nine months, there'll be a whole new generation born called coronials, who will inevitably grow up to be quarantines. And if you don't want a quarantine running around, well, maybe occupy your time in a different way by practicing curling. Just simply Swiffer in front of your Roomba. There you go. Enough of the jokes. Let's get back to the awesome conversation with Thiago and Tony. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back on the Be Fulfilled Podcast Show. My name is Tony Grebmeyer. Up Success Mountain today with a dear friend. Got a chance a couple years ago to, to meet Tiago and understand a little bit about his company, Deer Designer. And uh, it's a premium on-demand graphic design service that helps startups and small businesses get design help in a bespoke and personal way. And what I love is if you need something, say something, and then their, their team of wizards go to work. And uh, I call uh, Tiago Merlin because he, he controls all the other wizards. And then they, they get to work, get busy building, and then you get something back in return. And 99.9% of the time, I'm just going, wow, that was awesome. And there's a small percent when things aren't right. You set it back and you say, hey, we're really, really close. It's kind of like if you ever hired a, a construction person on a project or a designer, you know, it's not always perfect the first time, but the idea is, is that you're working together to get it right. And that's what I love about the team is they'll, they'll, they'll do whatever they need to do to make it right. And that has been super helpful for us here at Chip Offers and also uh, with my personal stuff. So welcome back to the show, my friend. Right before break, we talked a little bit about faith and the important role that it plays in your life and my life and a lot of people's lives um, during dark times how we need to remind ourselves that this too shall pass no matter what we're going through. We're better together than we are isolating by ourselves. Where did faith really come into play in your life? Was that something back in Brazil growing up that, you know, every Saturday or Sunday, your family took you to church? Was it something that you personally experienced on your own that led you? What was your kind of first kind of relationship or experience around faith? Right. I was practically born in church. Um, so my, my mom wasn't a Christian. My grandma was a Christian, as, as many stories we hear uh, every day. So uh, my mom was, was having me. She, she had me in her belly, uh, in her womb. And then she, and I, the doctor told her that I wasn't going to survive. And uh, something was wrong. I, I don't remember now what it was, but something was wrong. And I was about, she's, she was about to, uh, to have a miscarriage. I was literally about to pop and that happened. And then my granny started praying and, and like Samuel in the Bible, she offered myself to God and said, God, if this kid is born, he will live in your church, he will serve you and I present him to you. And for a miracle, I, I was born and, and I was okay. I was born very little. I wasn't premature or anything like that, but I, I was born really little. My mom always says that I fitted in her palm, of, the palm of her hand. So I had to take lots of food and supplements when I was younger uh, to grow. And now I'm this big guy, but uh, <laughs> I think she gave me a little bit extra, you know, but, uh, but that, that, that's how it started. And then my mom became a Christian. My mom said yes to the calling, to Jesus calling. And then we went to church since I was younger. So it's me and my brother and sister. We, we started going to church when I was younger. I became a worship leader. I play loads of instruments. My main instrument is the guitar, but I used to play in the worship team uh, with my band uh, there. And uh, till the day that I left uh, Brazil, I was playing the same church when I was 26 years old. And then I moved to London and we started going to uh, Hillsong, Hillsong Church here in the UK. I love that. Um, you said we, who's the we in your family? Uh, so it's my mom, 
my dad that passed away two years ago and my two siblings, my brother and sister. And now you're in the UK and the we is now for you. Who, who's the we? And the we now in the UK, it's me, my wife, Leah, and uh, we're expecting a little girl. So that, that's we right now. It's just the three of us from May. From May will be the three of us. Uh, May 2020, we're very excited uh, to meet this little girl that will, will be part of our family. And we're so happy. I think I can give you a project for a dear designer. So if you take we, right, and, and the W, it's two hands holding basically a baby, right? So you could like the how it goes up and down. Yeah. Baby in the middle and two on the outside. And the E on the side with the three points, this, the E in the middle is a little smaller, right? The little part of it. Yeah. That's we. So that's you and your family. So I think you should have some fun around the we and, and you. Um, I appreciate you, man. I really, really do. Um, you know, having you come and uh, sit the Shangri-La in London. I was staying there for business, having you come and spend some time just sitting and talking. And then anybody who knows me knows that when I am out, I love to take photos and throw photos up into the world to say, you know, I met so-and-so and that falls in back way in my radio days when uh, country celebrities or rock stars or whoever would come by the radio station. That was always a treat. They'd say, all right, come on. You can, you can have a photo, come and get a photo real quick. And then I would take that photo and I'd get it printed out and pin it up to my wall. And every time I'd go into my office or the studio, we'd see all of the photos of all the celebrities who stopped by. And so I, I wanted to do something for myself to remind me all the people that I get to meet in this world. Well, I was so caught up in just meeting you and spending time with you. I totally forgot to say, Tiago, can we take a photo? And I, you know, quickly say goodbye. And, you know, I'm tired because I'm still a little jet lagged. You go your way, I go my way, and I get a text, and you're like, hey, we didn't get to take a photo. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we didn't take a photo. Thank you so much for being the smart one of the two. And I quickly uh, went to the elevator all the way to the very bottom, and down there at the bottom, we were able to take a photo, a selfie, and you know, I was saying today as we were getting ready to go on the show, I'm like, I'm excited to be able to put you up on my wall as somebody who's really made a big difference. I really, really appreciate you. I'm really excited for the we part in your life, bringing in a little girl to the world, being able to not take care of somebody else's kids, even though that was awesome, but now to be able to take care of your daughter and to love your daughter and to instill values in your daughter and Leah and your wife and being able to, to really raise your own family. And um, I think it's amazing what you do. You're very humbled, you're very soft-spoken, but you run a really, really amazing company. And what I loved was we chatted, I think a week ago, and I was still traveling a little bit. And I said, how is business? And you're like, uh, you know, I thought maybe it was going to slow down, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, it's actually the opposite. Everybody really needs you. And um, that's such a humble uh, experience when you just have faith. It's true. It's, it's great. Uh, the time that we had at the, at the hotel, it was really good. I never thought that I would end up meeting you in person. I always saw people talking about you on the, on the Facebook group and Facebook groups, uh, lots of people that we, we have in common, everyone saying you're amazing and I can see everything that you do. You, you take the time to always share something every day on, uh, on Facebook and inspiration message. It's not like people just throwing bullshit there, but it's things that people really need. And even if just one person needs that, on that day that you that you say something, it, it makes such a difference. And 
meeting you was was a real pleasure. It was a great time that you had not only speaking to you, but also your meeting your wife and some of your colleagues as well. It was it was really great to just for a little bit to be part of your uh, your life. And business is really doing great, really. And uh, I thought that because of all the the things that are happening in the world right now, uh, the the pandemic, the the whole chaos that that is happening, I thought that business would slow down a little bit because many people are not being able to do business. Uh, they are not being able to work properly. Lots of people are having to work from home, but this is a reality for us. Uh, we The whole team works uh, home-based. The whole team works remotely, so we are not only doing more work for them, but also helping them to set up their offices. So some of our clients, they, they come to us and say, how do you guys manage the projects? How do you guys organize yourself? What kind of tools that you use? And we are being able to help them uh, with the tools, being able to help with advice, not only myself, but our project managers, uh, the guys in the team, they are being able to help other people, other business to, to help them in, the, in, this, in this crazy uh, thing that is happening right now. So I'm really grateful that not only as a business, but also as friends, we are able to help anyone that, that needs our help. No, I appreciate it. Hey, I'm going to do something. I want to bring you into the fulfillment round. I'm sure you've listened to my podcast. So, you know, I take people and put them in the fulfillment round, ask them a bunch of random questions. Uh, but I got some questions today. I'm kind of excited to answer. All I need from you is I am ready. I am ready. And now it's time for the fulfillment round. No phoning friend, no using the Google machine, no digging into storage for the Encyclopedia Britannica's. And I promise, Tony won't make you cry. And if you don't know the answer, just make it up. The Fulfillment Round brought to you by ShipOffers.com for all your product and fulfillment needs. Now, Tony, you ready to ask some questions? All right. You live in London. You follow football there. You've got some pretty amazing teams. Is there one in particular you follow kind of in your area? Uh, uh, football teams. Yeah. No, no, not really. It's, uh, the funny thing is when I left Brazil, I used to follow Sao Paulo, which is a Brazilian team, uh, Rogério Ceni, lots of people. And I started, when I came here, I started to follow uh, Barcelona. I started to follow Man United. But uh, I think life got busy and uh, I, can't, I didn't lose interest for sport, but I start being like a great chair. So I don't follow that much really anymore. Well, you just ruined my question. All right. Fine. I won't pin it against <laughs> Sorry about that. After, after Brazil 7-1 uh, against Germany, that, that, was the, that was it for me. You know, Germany when, uh, won uh, Brazil 7-1. It was crazy. Everyone talking about it. And I just said, no, not, not anymore. <laughs> All right. What I want to ask, because I think it's important for people right now, um, you brought up that your teams are all remote. So I think these questions I'm going to ask in the fulfillment round are really geared towards helping people who maybe are just beginning the process of managing teams remote, right? And so I would love maybe some tools that you have found helpful to help you manage the team overall, and maybe some ways that you communicate. For me, I, I use Slack with my team, Kara Parish Marketing, their team. Uh, they've encouraged me to use Slack. I use WhatsApp a lot. So tell me some of the tools that you use. Right, uh, exactly like you, we use Slack within uh, our team. So we all communicate with Slack, which is just like a messenger, uh, WhatsApp kind of thing for business. 
where people can share uh, share common interests with groups, not only for, for the work, you know, but uh, today I was talking to one of our designers. She's a gamer. She plays Fortnite and she was saying, oh, we should start a channel on Slack that uh, about Fortnite and the things like TV shows and movies and all this kind of stuff. So it's quite good for the environment. You don't just show up to work, do the work and leave. You can have uh, actual conversations. Uh, we do use also internally Trello which is a project manager software. You can, project, you can manage all your projects there. there are, it's very simple. You just move cards around. Each card is a, is a project. You can uh, assign cards to members. We use also Clockify, which is a tool that we use to track the time of the tasks. So we can give an, an estimate time uh, of delivery to the clients how long it's going to take to deliver these, how long it's going to take to deliver that. Other softwares we use, we use Freshdesk, which is a platform for Helpdesk. So whenever you, uh, a client of ours need a request, they send in a message, they go to our dashboard and they create a ticket or a design request on Freshdesk and we manage the whole thing using Freshdesk as well. Uh, it could be via email as well. We use, we use Google Suite for everything else. Uh, like emails, uh, Drive, we use pCloud. pCloud is a cloud-based like Dropbox or Google Drive, but it's quite cool because it's got a great security behind it and uh, to, to save all the files and they have uh, fallbacks for backups. So we use that as well because they have a, an interface to present the designs better than Google Drive and Dropbox. Uh, there are lots of tools I'm sure, uh, I'm sure I can talk about, but I think those are the main, oh yes, and the main one that I couldn't live without is Zapier or Zapier. I don't know how you guys call it. Uh, this tool is like having three or four people in your team without having anyone there, really. It, it's an app, a tool that connects all the apps that we have. So all these tools that I just mentioned, they are connected uh, via Zapier that moves the data around all those apps. It's, it's really great. It's amazing. Man, thank you. Everybody's going to be eating up all this stuff alive. If you want to get the uh, full list, visit uh, TonyGrebmeyer.com and you can read about the podcast and we'll get links to all these resources for you. Tiago, thank you so much for being a guest today. Congratulations to you and your wife and your soon-to-be baby girl. That's just amazing. One question that I wanted to ask you today, just in case maybe you had a thought prior to coming on the show, was there something in particular maybe you wanted to talk about that I didn't ask you that maybe you wanted to share with the audience? No, I think everything is great. I think uh, we uncovered even some of my, my funny stories. So uh, I think everything is, is in there, man. I just want to thank you so much for being an amazing host, for being this awesome person that you are. I think people, when they hear the podcast, they, they think that, we plan and we have to complement each other, but they don't know how, how real is the relationships that you build with people, real people and in real moments. It's not only about having a podcast like everyone else. It's all about the relationships that we build and we grow uh, every day. So thank you so much for having me. And if, if anyone have any other questions, I'm, I'm really open to answer them. Or if they need help with designs, just come, come and, check the links that Tony might, might give you guys. So it's deardesigner.com. And I know that pretty much anybody submits some support, you're going to see it because that's the kind of person you are. You're hands-on in your business. That's what I love about it. So thank you. 
Tiago, for being a guest today. Uh, my name is Tony Grubmeyer. And until next time, no matter where you go, no matter what you do, remember, in this very moment, in this very day, choose to make today the absolute best day of your life. Thanks for listening to today's show. But before you go, let me ask you a question. How would you like to be the architect of your journey in this game we call life? Take the next step now at www.tonygrubmeyer.com. Enter your details to get the first week of the Be Fulfilled Journal for free. It includes access to our private community of thousands of other entrepreneurs. It'll give you more clarity and freedom in your day. And it might just change your life forever. Forever.